0: This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, bright soul. Hey, happy daylight savings time for those of us who participate in that Um, Really, we don't have a choice. If you live in a state that actually participates in Daylight Savings Time, then hey, congratulations on your extra hour today (laughs) going into the winter months. And it has been so cold here. So cold. I just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rant about it. But it's winter time, So winter is upon us. I also hope you enjoyed your Halloween. Hope you did a ceremony because we had a full moon on Halloween this year. So I hope that you were able to spend some time doing something meaningful. And I want to go right into today's podcast topic. And that is something that I've personally been experiencing. And that is compassion fatigue. And I'd heard this term recently, I'd never really heard it or thought about it. But there's a yoga teacher that I really like. And I listened to his mindful walks and meditations. And he talked about compassion fatigue being something particularly poignant for those of us who are in caring professions. So it's very common with service oriented professions like doctors, nurses, mental health practitioners, even yoga teachers, energy healers, you know, counselors, anyone that helps other people, this is a common thing. And right now, I don't know if this is the case for you, it probably is. But I know for me, I've always been that person that people like to come and talk to. So it's it's almost like a natural counselor, probably because of my intuitive abilities and just being able to channel for people without even knowing that I even had the gift. People have always just been drawn to me to open up and share things with me. So I feel like I walk around and I hold, I hold space and also the container for people to put things in, even when I'm not working. So at times, because I hold that, obviously, I'm not going to do anything with it. I don't tell the secrets or or whatever, it can become burdensome if you're that person. And so I started becoming really curious about this topic, because compassion fatigue is different from burnout in that compassion fatigue is where you absorb the emotional stress of other people, maybe the trauma of other people. And it's because of your empathic empathic nature, being showing empathy to people, and connecting with them on emotional, spiritual and physical level, whereas burnout is just being exhausted from everyday life or work or, you know, so this this one has a different component to it. And so right now, with all of the craziness going on in the world, you know, people are being impacted severely. And so you being an empathic person, me being an empathic person, people are looking for help, they're looking for support. And so you may be feeling the heaviness of compassion fatigue. And I got compassion fatigue. I noticed this in myself with people in my life who don't want to do their own work. And so, and there are people close to me that continually cycle in the same issues and problems. And when I give suggestions, they, yeah, but me, yeah, but this, yeah, but that, and they don't do that work. But then when their life is a mess, they want me to drop everything and do a reading for them or do a healing for them. And I get exhausted because I'm the one doing my own work. And if you aren't going to help yourself and meet me in the middle, now I'm starting to get fatigued. So I had to really step back because we're all able to carry different burdens at different times at different levels. And so for me, I really had to sit and get really mindful and say, okay, I heard long ago, an analogy about when we come into this life, I may have a gallon bucket of everything I can handle before I get to my limit. Someone else may have a quart bucket of everything that they can handle, you know, before life gets too much. Other people may have just a cup or half a cup. And that's their level's gonna get full. So just because I can handle more doesn't make me more capable than anyone else in any particular area. It's just this is the lot that I've been handled handed in life and other people have something else. And so I know sometimes it's difficult to stop yourself from comparing when you're overwhelmed, because it feels like it's at times where you've got more on your plate and then someone else who's coming to you, you know, maybe you've got a hundred things on your plate and they've got 25, but they're not able to cope. And for you, you're looking at it like, uh, okay, <laughs> that's really not that much. But in the grand scheme of things, We're all doing the very best we can at any given time. And, you know, comparison is really the thief of joy. And these are things I remind myself because sometimes it can get a little bit too much. So one of the ways that you can identify in yourself, if you're experiencing compassion fatigue, they're the same symptoms as burnout. But it becomes you'll see this in doctor's office offices and healthcare professions the compassion fatigue starts to show up as not showing any empathy or connection. So you can kind of get numb with it and you might even get irritable, you know, when someone's coming to you with their issues and they're needing help, you can just become ice cold or just numbed out because you're so exhausted with it. You can't, you feel like you can't take anymore. You can't take anything else on. So there's, you know, a lack of sympathy. You go into apathy sometimes and, I noticed this. I had to take my daughter in to get a high school physical, and I took her to an urgent care, and the front desk lady was just ice cold, no connection, you know. And you will notice this a lot, or you're going through something, you need help, and the doctors just treat you like a number, like you're not even a person. And my heart goes out to those people, because I believe that anyone that gets in that profession, they have a really good heart, and they want to help people. Over time, if you're not doing the things to take care of yourself, it can begin to show show wear and tear on your physical, spiritual, emotional, and and mental well-being. So all the things that I was sharing in the previous podcast and podcast before are things that I've been doing to really stop overdoing it and alleviating the compassion fatigue because I recognized that I was experiencing it. And the way that I had to get recentered is... Energy healing is one really good thing because you can clean out your chakras. I do my own work. I do my own meditation practices, exercise. I do breath work. Um, You know, I do all these self-care things, salt baths. It's super cold now, so I'm not doing my outside walks, but I have a sauna that I can go into. I do red light therapy, things that fill my cup. I spend time with someone that I I enjoy spending time with two times a week. So that's something that I started re implementing. So I'm getting out of my house and spending time with a friend and we're watching shows and laughing. And we're getting our mind off of all this stuff. I turned my phone on do not disturb around 745. I changed my phone number a few months ago. So that's oh, it's only um, I only get my phone number to a select few family members and close friends. But I had to change my phone number because I was getting calls and people were giving out my private number that had had private sessions with me to other people. So I was getting random text messages from people I don't even know at all hours because of the time zone differences, wanting sessions instead of just going on my website and ordering it. And it became too much for me. And it was just out of balance. So I did that I changed my number and um, only give it to a couple of people. So that way I'm I have boundaries, healthy boundaries, and I can establish that line so that I'm taking really good care of myself so that I can take good care of others because that's really the only way If, if I burn out then I'm not any help to anyone else and neither are you so I did that that helped tremendously and when my phone goes on do not disturb I actually set a reminder on my phone to start reminding me it's time to wind down so I turn my phone off Um, or on Do Not Disturb, and then I start getting ready for bed. So sleep is vitally important. And really just checking in with yourself. When you're when someone is emoting to you, (laughs) uh, emoting, dumping on you, whatever you want to call it, or just sharing with you checking in to see how it makes you feel. Because what I started to notice is like, I have a couple people close to me, who are not handling this pandemic very well. And And I'm listening to all the ways in which they're impacted. And I'm thinking, hmm, it doesn't really sound that bad to me. (laughs) It really doesn't sound that bad to me. But I have a different perspective because of the work that I do. And I see people who have been heavily impacted. So I already notice in myself that I'm comparing. And that's not helpful. Because again, that person may have like a cup bucket of all the things they can handle. Another person may have a court bucket of all the things they can handle. So it isn't fair. And I know it's the human condition. It's normal for us to compare. It's a practice and it's something I'm working on. So I just wanted to share that with you. And the other thing I noticed is if someone is sharing with me what's going on with them or they're having a meltdown or emotional moment in my personal life, I will check in with myself to see if I'm starting to feel tense or irritable Or I'm starting to shut down and I will start to breathe into those areas. And what I've really started to do is focus on my heart chakra. And sometimes if you just tap your heart center, that'll clear it and open it so that I can sit with that person, be present and show compassion without comparing or judging. And the only time I get that way is when I myself am exhausted and I feel like I can't take anymore, which is the compassion fatigue. And so I've really focused on activating my own heart chakra and theirs, and really just taking those moments of self care more frequently. And the other thing that I feel is really important right now, which I had a friend of mine who is also a healer, who does healings on me, and she's a teacher suggest to me is take less clients when you're starting to get burned out, because the energy is so heavy right now. So before... Um, I would feel really pressured because if I would get a lot of people book private sessions at once, I felt the urgency to get them all done quickly. But I realized I can't do that. And when this pandemic hit, I became busier than I've ever been with my private clients. And there's no way that I can get to all of those people in the amount of time that they want. So I developed a schedule for myself to allow myself to recharge and be present and give my clients everything that I have in a full present channeled open version of myself, as opposed to just, I mean, trying to like crank it out and just over, over, over give and overdo it because that's not doing anyone any good. And I noticed that it was like, starting to really, really start to wear on me physically, I was exhausted, physically exhausted. And so that's something if you are taking private clients, or you're doing that type of work where you can adjust your schedule so that you don't get compassion fatigue, that is really important. And every client that I work with that does any type of healing work, they've all had to do that without even us talking about it. They've all had to do it like, okay, I have to schedule a session, like a a schedule for each of my sessions so that I don't burn out because what's happening with the pandemic is that everyone is experiencing this massive transformation at once. And people feel like their individual issue is urgent. And when you have, you know, 10 or 15 people who all feel their issue is urgent and they need to be seen this week, there's only so much time in the day. So you can't, I mean, I can't see that many people in that short of a time. So it's like, that's why for me, I got really clear about booking people in the order that I received the payment. And those people who are truly emergencies, spirit will let me know so there's been times where I've gotten woken up at night like I have to see this person and my schedule magically clear because This work is obviously channeled and it's coming from a higher place. So I have to trust that that's it and not get stressed out about it. And that comes from a good place, from wanting to actually serve and heal people and give them a great experience. So if you're in a healing profession, I understand. And this can also just be service workers, like I said. You know, any type of work where you're actually connecting with people on emotional and physical levels, when you're listening and helping them with any kind of trauma or emotional issues, it can really stick to you. So, from an energy perspective, it's important to do your energy healing. You know, even if it's you doing things for yourself, meditating. You know, doing meditation twin hearts or loving kindness meditations helps you to flush out your energy centers. Physical exercise helps to expand your health rate, pump out your chakras. It'll help to heal. You know, heal your energy centers and clear them out. Um, doing Palo Santo helps, sage helps. If you feel like you've gotten slimed or you've got murky energy, salt baths are amazing. Sea salt. You can take like clearing baths to clear out your energy. Um, if you're in an area where it's not absolutely freezing cold, because we're in single digits here at our wind chills below zero. But if you're in an area where it's not that cold, going for a walk, you know, asking mother nature to clean you out, you can ground by, going and leaning against a tree or, you know, standing barefoot on the earth, there's all these things you can do, just to make sure that you're grounding and clearing yourself of everyone else's stuff. And of course, I have lots of free healings on many healings on my YouTube channel to help with this as well. But just keeping yourself clear and taking really good care of yourself and also giving yourself a break because we are so hard on ourselves and we try to push ourselves. We want to be everything to everyone, but we just can't. So it's okay to take care of yourself and to meet your own needs first. I know that's opposite of what we've been taught. You know, we're taught to give and we uplift and praise people who just give everything that they have away. It's a cultural thing where it's like, oh, you have to be the most selfless person on the planet to where you just have nothing. You give everything away. And wow, what a what a kind and compassionate person. And you don't want to do that to yourself because what happens is oftentimes people develop an illness to give themselves a break. And you know, it's very common. It's kind of a subconscious thing. So it's like, well, if I have a migraine, then I don't have to help you because I have a migraine. Or if I have some kind of illness that requires me to rest, then everyone has to take care of themselves. It's a subconscious thing, but it is common. And so we're just not going to do that to ourselves. (laughs) We're just going to do what we can now so that we don't have to get sick in order to get a break. So I mean, that's my personal goal. And I just want to see you happy and thriving and doing this work in a balanced way so that you can maintain longevity so that we can do this going forward in a clear, conscious and present way. So go ahead and uncross your arms and legs and we will start this healing. Okay, you can start coming back into your body now. So, when I was closing that healing, it came to me to offer that if you want to look more into the work of women or men who create conditions just to get a break, that's the work of Dr. Christian Northrup in her body her uh, in her book. <laughs> Her book is called Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom, and I know she says men can read it as well, but she talks about all of her years in the OBGYN profession where women would just exhaust themselves and come in with conditions, and she would essentially help them peel back the layers to see what it taught them, and it was typically something that they were ignoring in their day-to-day life. It manifested in the body, and so... That's the whole practice of mindfulness. I mean, some things they happen. It's not something that we manifest. I mean, conditions happen, so that's not always a correlation. But for me it's like, well, let me just do it with the best that I can. And, you know, if I have something health wise pop up, then of course, I'll handle it and deal with it. I'm not going to beat myself up over it. But the goal is always prevention, let me prevent as much as possible. And if I do end up having something, I'm not going to beat myself up over it. it is what it is. But I think our goal is to just be the best version of ourselves we can. And just try to be a loving presence on this planet. My goal is always let me leave the world better than the way that it was when I walked in the room. That's my whole purpose. That's kind of the way that I try to set up my life. I just wanna leave things a little bit better than the way that they were when I when I found them. And that's people, places, environment, my body, you know, it's a work in progress, it's a practice. I wanna live, I wanna take this journey and take it seriously and also have fun and try to live in balance, be a beneficial presence on the planet, all of those things. And so that's all I have for you today. And I wish you a beautiful week. We're in November coming up. So we're going to go into November and gosh, time's starting to fly now, right? So anyway, thank you again for tuning in and thank you for all of your support and your love and sharing my work. I so appreciate you. Take care. Bye-bye.